Hello, and welcome to Alphabets. Alphabets is an outlet for our inquisitive minds. We can't stop experimenting with technology, and we want to share what we're playing with with you. We're your hosts, Brian and David. Hi, I'm David. I'm the founder of the Rock Code Academy and Continuous Technology Magpie, always looking to learn and expand my knowledge in wonderful ways. And I am Brian. I work at Amazon as a developer advocate, and I love all shiny new technologies. And one of my strengths is being able to find really cool new tools to use, finding all the alpha bits out there and testing them so you can see what's new on the horizon. I'm going to show up today Podman SH, which is a helper tool for Podman that allows you to set a Podman container as your login shell on Linux. So instead of logging into the host machine, you're actually logging into a container with whatever levels of containment and isolation you choose. So you can log into a container that is completely isolated, doesn't have access to anything on the host, or you can log into a container with an overlay, you know, overlays any changes you make, but not touching the host system. So there's, there's a lot of excitement there, especially uh, the idea of uh, developer environments this way. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about this and I have it mostly working. I mean, these, these bits are so fresh off the wire. There's no documentation at all. So um, that's what I'm excited about this week. So last week you showed us a completely containerized operating system. And then now you've decided, you know what, screw it. Let's do the login shell too. So we're talking about Bluefin. Uh, Bluefin is distributed by container images, but the operating system itself isn't containerized. It runs on bare metal. It just happens to use OCI images as the transport for updates. So you can compose your operating system the same way you compose Docker files, Docker images, by just laying them on top of each other. And that's a really cool thing because we use a GitHub CI. And if there's an upstream change that breaks your operating system, our builds won't complete, they'll fail. And you never get breaking changes to your operating system. And never is a strong word. But you very frequently get breaking changes because they get caught in the build process on GitHub. Okay, so you've got Podman SH. It replaces your login shell with a container. What problem is this solving for you? So for me, uh, I really don't like having to worry about having developer tools in my host environment. You know, it, it's nicer to develop in something that's either contained and reproducible in some way, whether that's an LXD container or a Docker image or a virtual machine. You know, all of those are great choices. And often I end up in a position where I need conflicting versions of a programming language or system libraries. Uh, so having these operating environments separated and contained is a way to solve that. So this is very similar to having like a Docker image just for development. The difference is it's a full login shell and you can SSH to that user and you get dropped into the container instead of dropped onto the host. So it's, it's really slick. So I know you're talking about it being a login shell, but also providing development environments. Is this something that I would use from project to project to provide a dev environment? Yeah, it, it sure could be. There's really no limitation on how you use it other than your imagination. My idea currently would be to create a user on the machine for each distinct stack, I guess is a, a good way to say it. So if I need an Ubuntu 2204 development environment with a specific version of Node and a specific version of Go or Rust, 
then I'd create one container for that. And then I'd know, you know, any work that I needed to do with that particular stack, I could use that container for it. Nice. Cool. Well, I can't wait to see it. And the nice thing, I mean, this is Podman. It, it's a, it's a Docker image, OCI container image. So even though my host is running Fedora silver blue variation, I can have a container that is running Ubuntu and I can do that easily. So it's a really nice way to get completely different personality on your developer environment without having to spin up virtual machines or other complicated things. I mean, there's plenty of complications in this still and the, uh, the user experience isn't where we need it to be yet. But again, these bits were released, I don't know, 10 days ago. So there's no documentation and we are bleeding right on the edge, which, you know, that's what this show is about. Nice. I'm now feeling insecure in my own choice as it's not quite as bleeding edge, but I think I went for a more practical thing. So, which I'm straight into my, my demo that I'll be doing later. Um, what do you, how, how's your secrets posture right now? Do you say it's good or bad? My secrets, I would say it's um, between fair and poor. <laughs> it isn't it isn't bad but it isn't amazing so any good secrets answers uh, i'm all ears on those yeah well i i think my my, my posture is quite good um i've used the various tools over the last few years from one password to doppler depending on whether it's personal or business etc and while those are fantastic tools they're quite expensive or can be expensive and earlier this year, there was an open source project that tries to compete and provide an open source secrets operations management platform called InPhysical. So it is an application where you create projects, you invite people to those projects, you stick the secrets into them. They've got some cool features and that you can branch off any sort of project into different environments. So the standard use case being dev, staging, production, and those values could change. And then they have a nice CLI that allows you just to do in physical run and run any arbitrary program on your machine. And it injects the secrets into the environment for you. Just kind of trying to make that onboarding experience for running your Terraforms, your Pulumis, your CDKs, your you know migration scripts for production, whatever that might be, um, just providing a really slick way of getting those secrets from the secure place to the not-so-secure place, which is your laptop. So I'm curious, is the server something that you host on your own? So it's like a, a self-hosted backend? That's up to you. So they do have in physical cloud. Um, everything they do is open source, though. So if you want to run it yourself, you can. Um, I, I will be using InPhysical Cloud on a demo, so you'll see how that works. And there's a nice UI and stuff. But if you want to do, there's a Docker Compose file that spins up the back end for you with a MongoDB database. So like, if you just do want to run it on your cloud provider of choice, then you can go for it. But, you know, I, my secrets posture is good, but I'm not brave enough to run my own secret management platform on a cloud provider. Not yet. Now, that reminds me, did I talk to you about Lightwheel yet? No, I don't think so. Oh my gosh, maybe I'll switch what I'm demoing today because this <laughs> Podman SH thing is is really, really alpha. And I'll show you Light Whale, which is also alpha, but much less so. And uh, uh, Light Whale is, is pretty slick. So why don't I switch gears if you don't mind and tell you quickly about Light Whale. So Light Whale, I'll, I'll have to drop a link to it. It's a, it's a Linux distribution based on BusyBox. And the only things that are installed are basically the things that you're required to run Docker and SSH. So uh, there's there's no overhead. There's almost no attack surface. 
the only thing you've got is the operating system with an SSH server and Docker. So uh, I saw it a couple weeks ago, and uh, basically you boot off a USB key, and then uh, your operating system lives on the key, and it loads itself into, into RAM when you start the machine. Uh, so it doesn't need a physical disk at all if you don't want any persistence. But if you want persistence, you can uh, write a magic header to the partition table on the disk. And when it boots, it will see that magic header and then take over that disk to use it as persistence. So I've got this running on my Surface laptop and it's doing all of my self-hosting bits. And so I'm kind of kind of excited to show that off. All right. Well, I think you're now committed to do two demos in one episode, so... <laughs> I can't do two demos in one episode. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's enough of the talky-talky and probably about time for us to move on to the hands-on demo portion of the show. If you want to see the demo, then head over to alphabets.tv to see the video now. Until next week, have a great day.